welcome to Merrickville. Welcome to Thursday, or as I like to call it, Friday Eve. Lawrence Mooney with me this afternoon. Good to have you here, Loz. Not Thursday, Thursday. Yay! Traditionally payday. Yeah. Tonight you go and spend it all and drag yourself into work tomorrow. Yeah, you and I both sound like we've had <laughs> massive... terrible. Like we've had massive weekends, but it's Thursday, so what yeah. does that say? I'm... It sounds like we've been punching billies all afternoon. That's right, punching billies. But we, we weren't. No, no, I have not I don't even know what that means. Billy's, of course, the, the work experience kid here. No, we won't. That's no, right. we don't punch Billy's. That little Billy. He's not quite, he's got a... Oh, I think I was referring to a water pipe. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's all bad. I've had a couple of Sudafed again. That's uh, part of the oh, course great. at the moment. So you, just had you a couple. You normally talk about aliens after a couple of Sudafed. I do. We did that last week. Yeah, I'll, I'll, probably, week, I'll probably do it again, Lars. So look, anything goes. Uh, in it's going to be a lot of fun today. Going to be a lot of fun. We're going to get an insight into the Sydney Buses newsletter, Lawrence. <laughs> People love it when we talk about Sydney's bus drivers. Oh, they're going to They just it. love it. Pull your socks up. Oh, they already have. Okay. <laughs> oh, and your pants. Oh, yeah, those two. <laughs> Look out, Sydney. Hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my boat. Something something long is entering Sydney. Okay, now hold is on. it full no. of semen? Hold on, yes, hold it on, is. hold it's on. Long <laughs> Before we get into shock this, shock is full of them. Because I yeah, only, and it's uh, really hard. I can only hit. Okay, hold on. I can massive. only. Massive. <laughs> massive. It's massive. I can only hit the dump button once. Per what? break, right? I know, I know. So I'm just and women you. are running towards it oh, like crazy. They just wrap their good. I'm going to give you guys buzzers. I'm going to give you guys three strikes what? in this break. We've done nothing, mate. How yeah. many times are you allowed to say semen in this break? <laughs> well, that's your last one. We haven't even said. We haven't, <laughs> haven't even <laughs> said what the story is, mate. All right, look. Let me set up. Then you set the rule. You can't set the rules and tell us the game. All right, well, you, let's, you let's set, set up the, the story, game, then. and then you can have your rules. All okay, right. So basically, this ship is going to. Spray its Love. naval personnel all over naval personnel. That's a warning. That's a warning. <laughs> okay, hang on. Wait. Let's just let's just get out the facts. Yep. Sydney, uh, a US naval ship called the USS Bonhomie Richard has entered Sydney Harbour just two hours ago, and it has got eighteen hundred troops on it. So Navy there's a there's a ship America. called there's a ship called Richard. Which, of course, we'd just say it's a big dick coming up the harbour, wouldn't it? One. (laughs) What? How's that one? That's it, Richard. That's no. I'm not accepting that. That's not a warning. There's a Wasp-class amphibious assault ship. Oh, it's going to be an assault. Uh, Carrying roughly 1,800 troops. Uh, Sorry, exercises involving more than 30,000 Australian Defence Force and Mm. U.S. Army, Navy, Marine Corps and Air Force personnel. With uh, 700 New Zealand troops. Well, let's not count them. They're battlers. They're not going to get laid. Um, none of the ladies. Oh, are yeah. A bunch of munters from New Zealand aren't going to get much action. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, all these sailors are going to come ashore, and it's very romantic. Uh, you know, sailors on shore leave, and girls get swept up by the mood and the, 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 the uniform and the, mm-hmm. the big guys, and, you know, beautiful women Jeez. also in the Navy now. Just mm-hmm. a little article from Stripes magazine in the US. Yeah. Sexually transmitted diseases in the U.S. military, syphilis cases have seen a 41% bump. 
up. So just, I'd just bear that in mind that as you're running up? down there. Or bump, or bump down. Bump up. Increase. Yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, so, mm. so I mean, if you're passing Amcal, just pop in. <laughs> Just, just run into Amcal? I don't know whether there's a cream for that. I think you've got to get some serious antibiotics. Mm. A friend of mine had it once and uh, he doesn't <laughs> want it again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so keep it in mind. Mm, be safe mm, and have a great mm, time, everyone, mm, with so the sailors. 1,800 of them entering um, into... Sydney Harbour yeah. in, in Big Dick. Yeah. A big oh, car come on. on. That's what we call the ship. It's the USS Bonhomie yeah, Richard. That's right. And we are we we are notorious for being a very welcoming country too. What's the saying? We we open our legs to our, our, our arms. You got one more. Arms. I've got the limbs wrong. Apologies. No, you- we are a very welcoming country. We bend over backwards oh, to make sure everyone has a great time. No. I mean, some, not all. But, you know, <laughs> entering our docks. I could have said dicks then. <laughs> But I didn't. I said docs, no. so there's no penalty there. I wish Welcome this had a to Australia. No, oh, this intro is just long enough to get one more away. What's the plural for semen? Loz, we earlier this week we heard about a guy who uh, mm. uploaded a response he got from New South Wales State Transit Authority. He uploaded it to Reddit um, because he had it's some customer feedback. He was so pleased with his bus journey in Sydney that he wrote a uh, little letter saying, you know, thank you very much. Um, and it was a great experience. And they wrote back to him and said, it was with pleasure that we received your compliment regarding one of our staff. The mm. bus operator will be formally congratulated. Their efforts will be noted on their permanent record and recognised in the staff newspaper. And the staff didn't, newspaper Didn't we is, laugh? We did. But um, apparently we went online and we looked at the staff newspaper, which is entitled Bus Drivers. And... Uh, <laughs> It's up there with the New York Times and Le Monde as one of the great rep- respected papers in the world. So we just needed to get our hands on a copy. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some great articles in here. Oh, yeah. um, let me read this one to you. Yeah, yeah, it's I called love it. Same Old, Same Old. And oh, it starts, yeah. hey, drivers, hope you're having a great trip. Hey, are you sick of old people with their questions, their shopping and their breathing? Well, <laughs> here's the way to destroy an oldie. Wait until their bony asses are hovering tantalisingly centimetres above the seat and then plan it on the gas. Watch the kinetic energy deprive them of both a seat and their hips as they powderise on the the floor of the bus. That screaming means no one wants in and everyone wants out. End of shift. Uh, It also says here... uh, if you see them anticipating their stop, then, oh, you've got to stop suddenly and the kinetic energy again will take mm-hmm. them and their Zimmer frame and make them one with the windscreen. <laughs> or just occasionally shut the doors on them and let the hydraulics do their worst. Have a great shift, guys. Uh, it's a great read. I've, I've been through it. There's, there's, look, there's something for everybody in the, mm. the bus driver's newspaper, staff newspaper. Um, oh, yeah. here, page 34. Uh, oh, of course, horoscopes here. Um <laughs> Libra, uh, today you'll find yourself single, sad, divorced, and alone. <laughs> Pop another suit effect. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, we've got one here. Oh, fashion. That's good. There's a fashion oh, yeah. update. Uh, new blue socks, knee high, uh, in stores now. And there's an ad here. Rockport <laughs> shoes on discount. <laughs> Rockport shoes. <laughs> and for the more casual of you, Masua sandals, if you want to look like a bus driver with a criminal record. 
<laughs> and, and you know what type of criminal record? <coughs> very, oh that's very too good. Publicised at the moment. Um, there's an ad here for uh, inflatable donuts <laughs> for bus drivers who are sick <laughs> of bus drivers' ass. Sick of those annoying hemorrhoids. There's actually, when I was looking through this paper, yeah. I went online and there's a thing called bus drivers' bum. Mm. It used to be called Jeep Driver's Bum, where the constant vibration yeah. drives the hairs on your bum back into the cheek and they burrow into you. Really? Is it, doesn't that make them sexier than with first thought? Oh, God, so Ooh, what's many... going on in those shorts? Some burrowing hairs back into your own body. Back to being a, a bus driver's doctor. <laughs> Moomin, we're going to see a return of you to our television screens, yeah? Yes, on uh, Channel 7, Behave Yourself starts on Tuesday. That's July the 4th uh, at 9 o'clock, so after House Rules, the final of that, mm. which is going to be huge Tuesday night. Uh, never seen it. Uh, it's going to be massive. <laughs> it's going to be a really great watch. So tune into House Rules. I haven't ever seen an episode of it. And then our show uh, <laughs> is on after that. Behave Yourself. Hosted by Darren McMullen, a uh, lovely, funny man, Darren. And it's about and like behavioural science or something, isn't it? About that's right. People's... It's all about the irrational human mind, why mm. we do what we do, why we're attracted to certain things. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, wh what colour hair you're attracted to. Um, and, you know, if you're in a, a mm. Tinder pick, whether it is it inside your house or with a group of friends or an activity that's going to be most attractive. So we work through all this sort of stuff. So it's a bit of a quiz and it's a comedy panel to show too, so plenty of laughs. Yeah, good times. Why a 50-year-old man would collect Vanity Fair magazines? Oh, that's 52-year-old. Uh, and why would he? Liam, what are you going to do? What, are you going to cast aspersions on my family now or my <laughs> sexuality like some kind of hideous discriminatory bully that you are? Do you collect Vanity Fair? Listen, Yes, that's oh, why I do. Oh, wow. Look at this. Wow. I just, I'm just watching First of all, he sullies my marriage. Yeah, he does. Uh, the sanctity of my marriage. <laughs> yeah, he does. And then he thinks that it's okay just to have a go at me. It's not. That's what you get when you not. get a guy from Adelaide. It's wrong. <laughs> and can I just remind you, Liam, uh, Lawrence has done some remarkable um, work on, on television uh, in the past. I mean, mm. he's done uh, Dirty Laundry Live, yeah. and, uh, which was terrific. And Lawrence, what was that? I can't remember the, uh, the show that you were in. I remember I did a lot of uh, auditions for dramas mm -hmm. and comedies early yeah. on. There's a couple of shows I'm glad I, I didn't get the part for. Yeah, which ones? Which ones? Is there, uh, is there a particular, oh. like a, a sitcom or something I, like that that you, you went for? Yeah, can't remember the name of it. Oh, it's just escaping me at the moment. Hey, uh, no, hang on. No, I thought I had it. Uh, um, hey, um. Oh. No. <laughs> but I did, uh, I did feature on postcards for a while. And my. <laughs> oh, hold on. The name of that show was, it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I hope you two are enjoying yourself. <laughs> No one in Australian radio has played that song on air in a very long time <laughs> for good reason. And I reckon they never will again after today. There's a game that we're only allowed to play infrequently here on Maryfield, but it's a game that people love and enjoy. And we do it because it is incredibly dangerous now because... Uh, we're about to have a short break. It's a mid-year break here on radio, mm. and most people go away, including myself. Uh, By the time we get back, yep. they will have forgotten we've played this game. That's right. You know, and our jobs will be safe. Jar the, jo the, jo the charges will probably have been dropped. You know, yeah. um, 
the jeopardy period of time on this is actually quite short, so we'll get yeah. away with it. Okay. It's about the metadata, though, isn't it? Getting rid of the metadata. Mm, and there's a lot of it. <laughs> metadata. A lot of it. All right, here's the, so, so, here's the opener. Merrick Bill presents What Did You Mean to Google? Yep. So what you do is you give us explanations, one triple three five three, on when you've gone to Google something and you thought it was, you know, it might have been a recipe for a pie and you thought, oh, you know what? I wonder what sort of pie I'd like. Maybe it's like, I don't know, like a meat pie, a creamy one um, mm. or something like Cream that. Pie. Yeah. And you put it in. Custard tart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it might have been, um, you know, you might have been Googling your kid's name. We've mm. had that before. <laughs> and, and your kid's name is Ebony. And then mm. all of a sudden, right. whoa. And yeah. so you mean to Google something. And the surname's Hunter, Ebony Hunter. It's like, oh, okay. That's a website. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah. So you mean to Google one thing, which is completely safe for mm. work and is okay. And then all of a sudden, bang. We had lost the, your uh, job at Veterans Affairs. We had the, uh, the older, <laughs> older lady who called in and right. uh, was looking to, uh, looking to find a carpet cleaning service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she ended up mm-hmm. on an she was, for, she was saying rugs. She said one of the rugs. Went, yeah, she Something. thought Carpet Munches was a carpet cleaning company. That's yes. right. So uh, there's... Actually, we've got some of the examples of... Infinite of possibilities. If we haven't explained it well enough, I think we have. this but might, this might help you along. Well, actually, my father-in-law, when he retired, he was 60 or so, and he, he, he wanted to do a deck around the pool area, and there's a species of decking called black butt. So he Googled, where could he get black butt in Sydney? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was my dearest mother. She was looking up some real estate, but, um, yeah, she accidentally typed in (laughs) hooker.com. Left out the LJ. (laughs) <laughs> okay, one triple three five three. We are opening up the phones now for calls. What did you mean to Google? <laughs> what did you mean to Google? What did you mean to Google? This is when you put something into the search engine and it's completely legitimate, but then it, the search engine takes you to another site. And, and sometimes the predictive too can jump in. Yeah. Uh, somebody has just texted us saying that they yep. were searching for the old arcade game. Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. and Predictive made it something else. Oh. And they got to see... Donkey Kong. I don't know why the Predictive <laughs> is setting it towards that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Let's move. We've got Sharon in Penrith. Hello. Hello, boys. How are you going? Very good. Great to have you on the show, Sharon. You've, uh, you've, was it you that tried to Google something? It wasn't me. It was my dear mother, mm. and God no. bless her cotton socks. Mm. She's going through a hard time with a marriage, and she was looking for some self-confidence classes to help bring her confidence up. And there was one that she found for couples, and she thought this would be great to help our marriage and you know put it back together. She continued reading down, and it was... All couples get together and have an adult time together. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Then what it happened? It was like, you know, the old 70s swingers yeah, gone yeah. into the modern age. Yeah. yeah. So, how, so she had to get to the bottom of the page before she realised she was on a swingers site. Oh, she, she was all ready to call up and book an appointment before she realised what she had. Did she go for it? Well... Oh, I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Did, I'd, I Sharon, want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Sharon, did your mum go? Second, hang on, Sh- Sharon. Hold my calls. Yes. Dealing with Sharon. He said calls. Um, <laughs> Sharon. Calls with a C? Yes, that's yes. calls with a C. Yes. <laughs> 
Sharon, did did your mum get some counselling from this organisation? Uh, she may have passed the information on to a few of her friends, maybe, but really? I don't think her herself. But, geez, I don't really want to think about it. But do you think that that might actually be something <laughs> that could be therapeutic for both your, your mother and your father? Is it your dad or is it remarried? Remarried, it's my stepdad. Oh, that's stepdad. okay. Then it's not weird for you to talk about it at all. It's just your mum. No, 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 it's weird if it's mum and dad. No, it's, still no, it's, it's totally it's, not it's, weird. It's, because... it's half as weird. It's half as yeah. weird, okay? Funniest big... thing is she did it on her work computer, so I don't know how she's going to explain it to a boss. Oh. <laughs> if he does the old search. Unless the boss just goes, he, unless he's part of that collective as well. Then yeah, but she also starts hanging around a desk. Sharon, yeah. you've never seen American Lawrence more excited about a call on this show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like we're immature. We just want to really discuss adult things. No, no, not at all. <laughs> what your mum did. <laughs> mum. Oh, thanks, Sharon. Oh, good times. Hello, Blake. It reads me. Shine on, boys. Oh, you know, just making Sharon's mum. Sharon's mum. <laughs> oh, oh, Blake, all right, what did you mean to Google? All right, well, when I was younger, uh, we were having some breakfast and uh, we were having waffles. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh. And I needed to choose a topping that I wanted on my waffles as a young fella. Oh. So anyway, mm. all the all the rush of what I wanted on them, I jumped on Google and I put in waffle toppings, okay. and that mm. redirected me to a uh, blue waffle. Oh yeah! Oh no! Oh no! no. 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 That's not no. that's that's not anything for a young man to be eating. No. Come on, come on, Blake, get out of the no. kitchen, mate. Come it's, on, here you go. Breakfast far too early for that. that get your sleepies on and sit in front of some Peppa Pig. <laughs> Think yeah. nice things. Don't <laughs> take that image. Away. Uh, let's get to Tony in Mittagong. Hello, Tony. G'day, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good, mate. All right. Be uh, what did you mean to Google? <laughs> well, while we're on the topic of food, um, I'm actually a chef, and I had an apprentice came in after TAFE one day and said, look, there was a, a red potato, and I don't know what it was called, but I, I need to find out. And so I, I, a potato was on hand as a tuber. Yeah, right. And so I've, I've punched into <laughs> Google red tuber. Oh, you um, psycho, anyway, Tony. Drop down. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I never found out what the potato was, but I'm quite familiar with the other site now. <laughs> yeah, um, quite. Yeah. That's, wow. a, that's a morning wasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the fridge, <laughs> in the cool room. <laughs> uh, services up, Tony. 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 Ding, ding. Tony. Tony's got to find out a potato. Tony. <laughs> Tony, what are you doing with the gelatin, mate? <laughs> oh, okay. We've been told we're not allowed to have any more playtime. You have time. to say goodbye to Lawrence. Lawrence, I have to say oh, goodbye. I know. No. It's got it. I was just about to go back to Sharon's mum. Oh, come on. Sharon's mum. We'll call it. We'll call it next week. See you, guys. See ya. There is a man drought. On in Sydney at the a moment. Man a man drought. I love how straight away it becomes hysterical. What it means is there's a certain area that's got slightly less available men than women, and everyone goes, it's a man drought. Man drought. The poor man farmers uh, suffering through this man drought. I'll tell you what it is. It's not raining men, and don't play that song if you Damn have it loaded. Damn it, why did I have that loaded? Yeah, because I don't want to hear it. My question is, how can they, how can they declare a man drought? Like, what, what statistical measurement exists? Yeah. Okay, it's very similar to the cricket. What they do is somebody gets a finger and they push it into a man 
And if it's dry, it's a man drought. <laughs> I just thought it might have been like NRLs not being displayed on pub TVs or there's no urine on the floor. I don't know. I don't know how they decide. I actually think it's through statistical Boring, no, that's, that's boring, not, That's nowhere near as fun as your finger no. method. Oh, hello. Uh, dec- oh, not as, <laughs> just isolate that. Not as fun as your finger method. What? <laughs> don't say that on radio, mate. It's parents with kids and well, cars. Don't repeat it. Well, don't say it again. My finger method. <laughs> By the way, which is actually quite good. Um, there's been a mandrat <laughs> declared throughout the MacArthur region with single women, women outnumbering eligible bachelors. By thousands. Now, this has come through the census. So uh, Camden, we're talking about Camden here. It's the hardest place to find love. 55% of the single population are female. So there's far more women available in Camden than single blokes. To find out why this is the case, we've got James in Camden on the line. Hello, James. G'day, boys. How you doing? Very good, mate. Great to have you on the show. How's Camden today? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Nice, beautiful sunset. Right, good. Good time. But no one to share it with. Ah, that's it, mate. That's it. You're a single. You're a single man, James. How old are you? I'm 22. All right, still got plenty of time. You're not quite. Uh, you know, you're not over it yet. Prime. Yeah, that's it. Don't stress. You don't have to take up a job as a bus driver just yet. Um, okay, so James, uh, is it true that there is a man drought going on in Camden? Are there a lot more women present in the Camden district than men? Um, I think there is. Yeah, but to be honest with you, if they're having trouble getting a date, I just think they're not not looking hard enough, you know? Like yeah. you, tr- you know, you try and be the nice guy and um, buy them a drink or take them to dinner, but most of the time they're too stuck up for their own good, won't give you the oh. time of day. Ooh, are you <laughs> suggesting the Camden women are snobs? Oh, there, there is probably a small percentage that are. Are you driving, do you, do you have to find yourself driving to Picton to try and meet ladies? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't know. They might have six, seven fingers out. Oh, I knew, out there I knew you'd do that. <laughs> I, knew you'd, I knew you'd come at that. Um, oh, maybe Tarmor. Uh, so, <laughs> local referencing, I've already been in enough trouble with Picton in the past. I won't do it again. Uh, so, James, you reckon that there's, there is more single women in Camden, but they, they want blokes from a different district? They want blokes who don't sound like they're auditioning for Farmer Wants a Wife? Yeah, something, yeah, something like that. I, I just reckon they're not looking hard enough, to be honest. Well, where are you hanging out, mate? What are you doing? Where are you going to go and meet the ladies in Camden? And how are you offering them a drink? Like, walk it through. Imagine Merrick's a young single woman at no, the bar. No, don't, don't. Imagine he's a young single woman at the bar, and you're going to offer her to buy him a drink. I've got a great rack, by the way, James. I'm just going to let you know that. I'm not going to lie. A great rack? Yeah. What, the yeah. double Ds yeah. or what? Huge. Just unfeasible. Unfeasible. You bought into this role-playing really quickly. I'm not, not going to lie, James. I bought them on a trip to Thailand, <laughs> and they're unfeasibly massive. They're, they're, lo- they're, dis- they're disgraceful. I would love to get my lips between those. Oh, okay, too James. far. Too far. Jesus. I was just about to say they hurt my back. That's where I was going, and you just went to DEFCON 5. So where are you going, and what are you trying to do to meet the ladies in Camden? Mate, I'll just go down the pub with the boys, you know, a couple of beers, and, you know, you just get talking to them and offer to buy them a drink, hit them with a smooth pickup line. or Right. You give, know. Us a, give us a smooth pickup line, James. Oh, mate, boys, you put me on the spot here. Come on. No, but, um, this, mate, this is all practice. Oh, this is true. Oh, well, you know, there's there's the old, oh, you know, did it hurt when you fell from heaven or... Oh, you're an idiot. That's why. Is that a a ladder up your legs or a stairway to heaven? No, see, that's why. This is where it's all going wrong, Have you got one for him, Mitch? Yeah, just go... Why don't you go up to them and just say, hey, my name's James. I live locally. Um... I'm I'm single. I'm the si- man drought is over. Yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm a rainmaker, is what I am. Yeah. 
See? I'll, I might I might just inter- invite them to a uh, rain dance class. Yeah, do that. You'll actually have better luck than that thing with the stairway to heaven, mate. That's not going to work. That's as old yeah, as the hills. Prob- mate, probably. James, can I ask you, right, and this is a question I'm going to ask all of Sydney on 13353, right, because I love – I love trying to find little rivalries amongst areas in Sydney, you know, particularly between suburbs that are close together. But can I ask you, what is the most attractive suburb in Sydney, you reckon, where the best-looking people are, and what's the most unattractive? So you're going to give me one from each column. The most attractive and the least attractive. Um, I reckon the most attractive would probably be around Cronulla somewhere, or the, or you know, or the beach babes. Oh, you yeah. like the, you like the blondies, don't you? With a bit yeah, of Roxy, you know, a bit of Roxy, blo- you filthy the dog. The blondies and the blue eyes. And, you filthy, um, you filthy mangy man. Yep, good. <laughs> um, yeah, the mate. I'm I'm sorry, but uh, the worst would hands down have to be Campbelltown. Oh, mate, from a bloke from Camden, you're <laughs> oh, narrowing your chances there, son. It's, it's only local, but, you know, there's um there's a couple of scrubbers getting about. Oh, Jesus Christ. James has not yet figured yeah. out why he's single, but I have. <laughs> I've figured it out. So you reckon the best-looking people are in Cronulla and the least attractive people are in Campbelltown. That's your call to make. I want to hear from the rest of Sydney. This is a great opportunity to, you know, give a big up to one suburb and then push another one down. That's what we'd like to do. Now, I'm going to put this on the spot. Liam, most yes. attractive Sydney suburb and least attractive Sydney suburb. Most Go. attractive for people. For people, for, for people visually Ooh. speaking. Um, oh, there's some, you know, fit types getting around. I'd have to say you Bondi. Got, you're always going to say you got Bondi. to say Bondi. There's some because that's where a lot of the fit types train. Mm, mm, uh, mm, unattractiveness. Mm. Um, oh, look, uh, Alexandria. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. Okay. For least, just because my mate Lee lives I, there. I'm gonna I'm gonna work back right. So I'm gonna say the least attractive is Asquith. Do you know where Ooh. Asquith is? It's up yeah. near Hornsby, right? Yeah. And I'm going to say that because it's just old people, just saggy, just wrinkled. It's a it's a place you go to die. I'm okay. sorry. Asquith is, it is God's waiting ground, right. right? So that, I'm just going to throw that out. Now, potentially, I know, obviously people are going to say, oh, Eastern Suburbs, that's where all the attractive people are. Is it? Who knows? You can't always be sure because you can't always judge a book by its cover. Controversially, I'm going to say this, could be Auburn. Could be Auburn. You like a bit of Salim, do you? No, I'm not Salim, you moron. I'm just saying, potentially, some people choose to wear burkas for religious reasons. You've got no idea how attractive they are or aren't under there. And that's not being racist. throwing a speculator. It's being, it's being absolutely legitimate. Who's to say? It's not the most attractive suburb. I don't know. We don't know. You don't know. No one knows. Having said that, I don't think it is. I don't know where you're going. I don't know where I'm going with this either. <laughs> Sydney, what is the most attractive suburb and what is the least attractive suburb in our city? We're talking Sydney as we like to do. And today, we're having a bit of fun. It's Thursday afternoon. Let's go a little bit light. Let's bag out some places in Sydney just for fun. Asking on 13353, what do you think is the most attractive suburb in Sydney and the least attractive suburb in Sydney? So you've got to name one from Because there's a man drought on. There's a man the drought. census has revealed there's a man drought in the MacArthur region. In Camden. Uh, we've just spoken to James, who is going to stay single for a very long time. he's got shocking game. He's got the worst game. Like, I mean, I know I'm 43 and I'm well past it, but seriously. I'd uh, back you in over James, mate. Wouldn't be hard. Uh, but let's find out from you, where do you think the most attractive people and the least attractive people? We've got Amanda in Camden. Hi, Amanda. Hi, how you going? Yeah, really good. Thanks for joining us on the show. First of all, is there truly a man drought in Camden? 
drought. Yeah. So what you're just saying is there's lots of blokes, but they're just dickheads. Yep, totally dickheads. <laughs> Lift your game, blokes of Camden. Okay. Are yep. you single, Amanda? I'm not. Okay, good, because I wasn't going to pass any details to James anyway. Second time around, it's something for you, you know, with something a little bit more patina on them. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, mm. the ones that have been here, like, they're sort of, they grew up on the beaches, and then when they moved away from the beaches, they were looking for something they could afford. And ah, Hills, interesting. Winston ah, Hills, that, yeah. that, was what, that was what they could afford. So all yeah. the hot ones left the beaches and came here. Okay, Sam, that's a very that's good, good point. Theory, so what Sam. you're saying is that the hills is actually a honey trap. Good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> People are yeah, running for the hills. Yeah. Least attractive. Yeah. Least attractive and why? By far, Woodcroft. <laughs> Why? Uh, junkies. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your, your argument for the Hills District was a little nicer, but <laughs> not, not, not any less accurate. Thank you, Sam. Let's get to Sharon in Asquith. Oh, God, I've just been bagging out Asquith. Hello, Sharon. I'm really disappointed in you, Merrick. Oh, you sound like every other woman in his life. No. I'm, I'm 37, I'm single, and then I just get told that my area is unattractive. I've just have no hope now, do I? No. Sharon, Sharon, come to the yes. defence of Asquith. Explain to Merrick why he's wrong. What? I don't really have a good reason why he's wrong. Oh, shit. <laughs> Come on, Sarah. I'm throwing you a bone here, Sharon, and you've you've bailed. You know, you know, I know is... but you know, I look at it, I look at it, and I think if it was that wonderful, wouldn't I be picked up by now? Yeah, but you know, the problem is Asquith is a little bit like a poor man's barrel. It's full of old people, but they don't quite have as much coin. I know. So you can never find anyone with money. But Sharon, maybe maybe, not much what, better. maybe what you need to do is you need to find an older gentleman who's you know he's currently married, but let's face it, the marriage is not it great. Matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, just hypothetically, his wife could have a horrible accident sometime that you could help with, 
And then all of a sudden, bang, you're there. Sharon is the, you know, you're the, you're available and, you know, you take Jared because okay. that's my, would be his name. And then you, go, you guys get <laughs> my married. My question is, yeah, my he, question is, then, Merrick, where is Jared? Can you meet me? Can you introduce, introduce me to him? I would say, what you, whereabouts are you trying to meet men in Asquith? There's not a lot of pubs in Asquith, is there? Not one. Yeah, um, so that's a problem. So here's that's <laughs> that's one of my major faults with Asquith. Here's what you need to do. You need to go to where the action is, Sharon. Don't wait for it to come to you. I'm suggesting you start trying to meet men at Amcal Chemists. When they go in there to get some sort of pain relief medication or to get some sort of cream for their dodgy knee, bang, Sharon's there. Sharon? Yeah. Or, or, Sharon, leave, or just leave Asquith. Can I, just, can I ask you... Um, how serious are you about about finding? You know, you say you're 37 and single. How serious are you about finding finding someone? I'm pretty serious. Right. Yeah. Well, because we've got Dudley no. from St Leonard's on the line. All right. Dudley, I believe you've got a question for Sharon. I do, Sharon. So you're yes, 37 and you're, you're single in Asquith. Yes, I am. So, so I work in St Leonard's and I'm 44. So let me take you out. I'd love to. Yes, that would be nice. Fantastic. You right, two are the is... most desperate people I have ever come across. <laughs> Mary, you... this is love on our show. Was... This is love on Maryville. That was one sentence each, and it was like, oh, yeah, okay. My God, how well, should I? I'm not an axe murderer, man. What are you meant to ask? <laughs> no, no, no. This is, this is fantastic, Mary. Let's get behind Sharon and Dudley here. Yeah, right. Look, this would be a radio first if we sent two people on a date. <laughs> It's never happened to commercial radio before. I tell you oh, what, yeah, you're going to pay, Merrick. That's good <laughs> to you. Yeah, mate. Triple M budget. Which uh, KFC would you like to visit? <laughs> no, 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 no. McDonald's, the new Chicken Big Mac. Bang! There you yeah. go, Dudley. You, you're not selling yourself to Sharon here, mate. No, seriously. Would you guys go on a date and then give me a ring and see how it goes? I would be Sharon? genuinely interested. Yes, I definitely would. Yeah. There you go. No dramas at all. Sharon, I've got, du- got no shame. Sharon Dudley, hold the line. We're going to get you to exchange details off here. We're going to put you on our producer, Maddie. And uh, we'll see yeah. if Triple M can't help you out in some matter with his date. Uh, in truth, Sharon, what, we, what we're doing Easy. is we're doing a massive background check on Dudley before we pass it <laughs> to his house. Sydney, you might have heard over the last couple of weeks, we've been giving people, small businesses, an opportunity to get a leg up uh, with big thanks to Citroen Bilingo Van. Uh, basically, they've... Uh, I, get a small business and give them a thousand dollars straight away that's good and then the opportunity to go in the draw to win ten thousand dollars worth of advertising for their small business and a Citroen Bilingo van which, which features reverse camera and uh, rear park sensors I knew that but it's mm. good that you told other people that didn't know that <laughs> and uh, I've already given one opportunity away I've, I've played that basically what I do is I've got a little ad agency so Pick a business, and then I write them an ad. Mm. Now, we all know that my ads can sometimes be very helpful, but also, mm. too, they could be, there is a risk that they could be slightly damaging. Yep. And that's a risk that we take here. Absolutely. Because I, I try to do the right thing to promote them, but also, too, I feel compelled to be a smart ass. And so, yeah. sometimes, who knows how it could go. But that's why your ads are so good, Mez, because we know generally right. advertising can be boring. Exactly. With cut a little through. bit of Merrick Watts dust thrown in. Bang! It. Cut oh. through is what it's got. And it's time to award $1,000 to our next recipient and also to put them in the draw for the 10000 and the Bilingo van. And it is Maddie in Hurlston Park. Hello, Maddie. Okay. <laughs> Top response. <laughs> Maddie's there. How are you, Maddie? Not bad yourself. Maddie, very good indeed, mate. Your business has been picked. Congratulations. $1,000 straight off the bat. Wow, thank you so much. That is great. Mate, you've got Sheepdog Coffee Co. Tell us about that. Uh, well, basically, we're a um, coffee company for first responders and outdoor adventurers. Um, 
you know, basically uh, allowing um, first responders to, um, you know, be able to drink an amazing tasting coffee. Um, but obviously, be a, it's, it's higher in caffeine content as well, so it keeps them alert during those wee hours of the morning when they're out on call. Yep. Um, right through to Australian adventurers who are out in the middle of, you know, outback Australia enjoying yep. this great country, um, you know, giving them the opportunity to have a great coffee, um, you know, and, and keep moving forward, get that last sand dune out of the way before they set up camp for the night. Yep, and when you say first responders, also to, you're referring to emergency services and also to, to Defence Force personnel as well, yeah? That's correct, yes, yes. We even uh, actually donate um, uh, some of our profits to Legacy Australia. That's right. I, re- I read that, mate. I'm not going to lie. That was the trigger for me. You donate a dollar from every one of your products to Legacy, of course, goes to helping uh, Australian families of uh, servicemen and women, and I reckon that is absolutely top shelf. Thank you. That's, that's what actually you know one of our sort of driving forces. We're extremely passionate about that and giving back to you know, those people who've made the yep. ultimate sacrifice for us, you know, it's one of our, yep. um, yeah, as I say, we're extremely passionate about it. And I'll tell you this too, mate, I've got friends uh, who've uh, served time in special forces and uh, served overseas and they love strong coffee, like really <laughs> a frightening amount of caffeine, actually, <laughs> like for real. But Mez, I can see, I can see why Matty needs an at, because yep. when you asked him to describe his business, I almost fell asleep. Whoa! But I feel like I can see why he needs an ad. And I feel like you've done the job. I've done a job for you, Maddie. Now, it's up to you to judge. You have listened to this. This is your ad for Sheepdog Coffee Co. Pre-prepared, packaged coffee. Here we go. Sheepdog Coffee Co. is a family business dedicated to providing Australia's first responders, Defence Force members and outdoor adventurers with great tasting but stronger than average coffee. Conveniently packaged and deliciously flavoured brews that have enough kick to help you get the job done. Has it got more than just caffeine in it? I don't know. Possibly. Could some of the ingredients be illegal? I don't know. It's not for me to judge. Let's ask Glenn what he thinks. Yeah, it's really good. It's got like a good flavour. It picks me up, gets me up and go. Can't start my day without it. Can't finish my day without it. Can't go work without it. I really love it. It's really good tasting, really strong. Really picks me up and gets me going. <laughs> Glenn had one last Tuesday, so you be the judge. <laughs> Most importantly, though, $1 from every purchase of a Sheepdog coffee product goes towards legacy. So if you don't buy it, you're kind of un-Australian. And I might even have to put you on a watch list. Just saying. Sheepdog Coffee, a family-owned pre-packaged coffee with balls and heart. Buy it, or I swear, I'll let the feds know you're sus. So it's both an, it's both an ad and a threat, Maddie. See what I've done there? <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it because it could have gone either way there. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit it's a little bit close to defamation at times. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Look, I'm. Uh... I'm still laughing. Well, listen, mate, you've got $1,000 uh, for you, you know, to help your small business along Sheepdog Coffee Co. And I hope people keep an eye out for it. We've had tremendous results from people being involved in uh, Swagman's uh, Beef Jerky as well when we did an ad for them last week. So I hope you get an equal or better response, mate. And also to remember you're still in the running for $10,000 worth of advertising and a Citroen Berlingo van with rear-reversing camera, apparently. No, um, it's, it's got a feature-reverse camera and rear-parking yeah, sensors. That's what it's got. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie knew that. There's no need for me to tell that, mate. Maddie, congratulations. Thank you very much. And also, too, I really genuinely appreciate the fact that you do donate some of your, your um, uh, profits to helping people uh, at Legacy. That is a great, tremendous Australian thing to do. Great. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it here at Sheepdog as well. Good on you, mate. Best of luck. That's another it for another day for uh, Maryville. <laughs>
That's it for another day. I'm Mary Phil. Bit crook. Sorry. Had a few Sudafed. Things are getting weird. Uh, don't uh, don't go too far. Stay tuned to the radio because tonight uh, the Triple M call team will be calling the Bulldogs Eels game. They'll also be at the front of the stadium tonight. Uh, Wendell Saylor and Dan Ganane to be out the front ready to go, mate. Say hello to the boys as you're passing by. If you're on your way to the game, if not, uh, you can listen in here for the call on Triple M, of course. Back again tomorrow. I'll be joined by Sam. Oh, man. Wow. Do you want to try one wow. more time? I'll be joined by Sam Mack. There you go. Thank you. Well done. Okay, what's your favourite chocolate? Thank you for visiting Merrickville. If you missed anything during your stay, subscribe to the Merrickville podcast on iTunes or with your favourite Android app, 104.9 Triple M.